Welcome back to the Suresh podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Bidhi Chand traveled along, meeting a Sikh congregation in a very far off land. But before that, how he agreed to a request made by Sundar Shah Fakir, who asked Bidhi Chand to return to him when he realized that the last moments of his life were approaching, so that they could pass away together. So now Bidhi Chand has returned back to Kirtpur from all of his travels, the monsoon season has approached and Guru Hargobind was enjoying his time, watching the blossoming of flowers, hearing the sounds of the beautiful streams in the river and the singing of the birds. This is how Guru Hargobind would spend the months from mid-July to mid-September. The heavy rainfalls made the Satluj River very deep and wide and Guru Hargobind would go for many strolls along the river banks, climbing up and down around the mountain to enjoy the beautiful scenery. But now, chapter 36 starts off speaking how the autumn season has come, the monsoon season was now over, and now it was around mid-September. So the water now flowing in the river was clear, the clouds had dissipated, and the sky was also clear. Baba Gurditta, Guru Hargobind's eldest son, would often mount his horse and go into the forest to hunt, taking attendants with him, roaming and searching for animals to hunt. Guru Hargobind, on the other hand, kept his mind still, and since the autumn season started to stay within the city, he abandoned the keeping of hunting dogs and his hawks, and he would not mount his horse to go hunting in the forest anymore. Twice a day he would attend the Dhaban, the congregation, to hear the Rababis beautifully sing Gurbani. Sikh devotees would come from all around the subcontinent to see Guru Hargobin, bringing with them whatever donations they could. They would enter the Divan, place down their donations and get the sight, the darshan of their Guru. They would listen to the teachings of Guru Hargobin and meditate upon the divine name, Satnam, attaining liberation. They would then go back home. All along the way as they traveled, they would praise Guru Hargobind and say things like, The Guru is such a great warrior. Fighting in massive wars, he had defeated men from Kabul, from Delhi. They came all around and they were all defeated. The entire world knows of this praise of Guru Hargobind, how he took so few warriors and fought incredibly big armies. He is the Peer of all Peers, the holiest of all holy, but also gracefully, is the most Mir of all Mir, is the most sovereign out of all kings. Shah Jahan himself was not able to beat Guru Hargobind. In the four battles the Guru Hargobind never lost, he made widows of Turks across the lands. These widows are now crying out, beating their chests and faces in grief. He made fatherless, countless kids. So many of them are crying out in grief because they thought they could battle against Guru Hargobind. The strength and power of Guru Hargobin has spread far and wide across all lands. So these are the types of things that the Sikhs were saying as they were traveling along. But one day, Baba Gurditta wanted to go hunting and he took some men with him. After mounting their exquisite fine horses, they went out into the forest, taking many hunting dogs with them. They got up before sunrise and headed out in the early morning. They were searching for rabbits wild wild boars and deers. They were roaming all around the mountains and forests, up and down, uneven territory, along the river banks. But that day they were not able to find anything to hunt. They spent all morning searching and still nothing. 
So now it was afternoon time and the sun was very strong on this day. They had gone a great distance looking for a hunt, but with no avail. However, there were some cows in the distance that somebody had taken out to graze. This one cow was hidden behind some bushes, but his, thorn, his horns were peeking up from behind the bushes. So one hunter who was with Gordita, he was really feeling the effect of the heat and the fatigue from hunting all morning. And because of this, he didn't really realize that that was a cow. He thought it was a deer. So in thinking that it was a deer, he acted very quickly. He thought, if I ride up close on horseback, the deer would run away. So he pulled out his rifle and he shot at what he thought was a deer and the bullet went straight into the cow's head and killed the cow very quickly. When he rode up, he saw that it was a cow and he realized he had committed a great sin and was terrified. The attendant who was grazing the cow was also in shock and he started yelling out, making a big scene, which caught the attention of the locals. All the locals now had captured that hunter, that sick, and were extremely angry that he had committed this massive sin. They were all swearing at him. The other hunters and Baba Gurdatta heard of this commotion. And they all rode towards that direction. Upon reaching, Baba Gurdatta sees that the sick had committed this massive sin, killing of the cow, and the commotion that the locals were making. So Baba Gurdatta began to speak very softly and sweetly back to the locals, trying to convince them that yes, this was a terrible sin, but what has happened has happened now. The cow is dead, it cannot come back to life, so just let this sick go. Listening to this, the locals then said, well, you are the son of the Guru. You have the ability to perform miracles. So make this cow come back to life and we will let your man go. Baba Gurdatta then began to contemplate on the situation that if I make this cow uh, alive again, then my father, Guru Hargobin, would be extremely mad. He has taken so many pains upon his body willingly and has not used any miracles at all. This is the Guru's teachings, that one should forever bear the weight of troubles and not use any powers or miracles to avoid them or to show off. He never makes these powers or miracles known to the public. But if I don't make this cow come back to life, then this would be a great sin as well, that we would have to bear, and the Guru's community would be slandered throughout the world. No one will take our name, and everybody will just blame us and slander us. Now my father, Guru Hargobna, has left the practice of warfare and has adopted a peaceful state of mind, but if he hears about this story, he will be extremely angry. So Gurudatta stood there for some time thinking what to do. He was stuck between two positions. In both positions, he thought it would be cowardice to allow such a great sin, the killing of a cow, and to make the cow alive again by performing this miracle. So he stood there for some time thinking what to do while the commotion was getting louder and more aggressive. So this is where chapter 36 ends. In the next chapter, we will see what Baba Gurdatta chooses to do. So that's what we'll pick up next time. But as always, we would like to thank those who are supporting the podcast via the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Shall the Paranga Tetariga, Gadiga, Karayaway, Guru, and Vinsal, the Manpa, and Aloja, 
Sitting out. Oh!